This is Faith. And this is Anna. And this is Let's Just Go For One, a podcast about kind of normal women talking about kind of normal things. This is our dedication to all the good feels that come from just spending even just a half hour with your bestie. All topics include celebrities, to motherhood, to marriage, to divorce, to wellness, astrology, and the latest beauty trends. Whether you're at your desk, in your car, working out, or just enjoying some alone time. Hey, Faith. Hey, Anna. Let's just go for one. Hey guys. Oh, hey. <laughs> bye 2020. Mm, bye bye. <laughs> bye bye bye. It was really hard to hold the phone and not do the dance. I know. That was a lot of self control. Well, this is Faith. And this is Anna. And this is Let's Just Go for One. Hello. Last- Let's Just Go for One. Um, non alcoholic beverage tonight, Faith. Well, I mean, this is what we're going to talk about. So this is our last podcast of 2020. Mm-hmm. And in honor of what a sobering year it's been, <laughs> we decided that we needed clear heads for this podcast. So we are not drinking alcoholic beverages. No. Despite also, our name. Also, I did, well, if we kept to our name and just went for one, <laughs> we would be fine. But the past few episodes... Jesus, I'm like, is this what it's like for like the people of Jersey Shore to watch themselves on TV? Because listening to myself, I'm like, I swear I didn't think I had that much. But then I listen and I'm like, I something's wrong. I I didn't something realize how wrong. bad I slur. Oof. Yeah. It's, right. Yeah. I was like, wow, I stop enunciating things. It's not pretty. <laughs> it's just all what. Well, so you're, we're going to be speaking very clearly this time. Like enunciating <laughs> like Ross Geller right now. I do want to say that that episode you got really angry at Taylor Swift. Well, might be my favorite episode ever because <laughs> it was so fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. So, well, that actually brings me to my wait what? But before Ooh. we get there. Why? I, what? No, I was just going to say I'm drinking a coffee. Oh, uh, girlfriend, I just want to say it is 10 p.m., 10 p.m., and she is drinking a, oh, Lord, 
Um, <laughs> what are you drinking? A double a, espresso? A double espresso. Yeah. Out of my new Nespresso machine. What? Oh, good for you. <laughs> Which is heaven. Oh, I If bet there it was is. like the oh, yeah. sound effect, that's what I'd be using. <laughs> uh, Listen, I just, I, I oh, back into craziness. I, my world is a whiplash of either crazy or nothing or crazy or nothing. So again, I'm coming off a two days, a 12 hour shift. So dear God, I worked 24 hours and 48 hours. So Ugh. bottoms up. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> Lord. I'm drinking a lovely ginger lemon tea that I just made, which I will take one to go. Yeah. I'm going to need that after the coffee. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. Mainly for your ulcer that you're creating <laughs> in your stomach right now. Dear God. Um, can I go first for wait what? Because I have like seven and you only have one. <laughs> I have two. Oh, good. Okay, good. So we'll we'll alternate. I found another one. Thank God. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> first, last week was our joint birthday episode, but we left somebody out. Who? Dr. Anthony Fauci. <laughs> oh gosh. I say Fauci because I'm Italian in the CI. Yeah. She. Sure. Um, yeah, he's December 24th. Oh, so I mean, goals for next year, right? <laughs> Maybe he can. It can be us. a triplet birthday. It totally. We're could. gonna have a lot of questions. So <laughs> many questions. So many questions. But that wait, what takes me to another wait, what that I'm ready? I have kept a secret from you. What? Yes, just since yesterday. So calm down. You know that my ego with my with our friendship. You know, I already told you I'm having some issues. In my defense, <laughs> I did not tell anybody except for people who are also involved in this and my sisters. <laughs> And my mom. Oh, um, okay. I'm glad I'm eighth on the list. <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's okay. hear. <laughs> anyway, today I got round one of the COVID-19 vaccine. Did you really? I did. Oh, my God. That's so exciting. It is super exciting. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Through, through your, through Roswell? Yes. Like, okay. Yes. Awesome. That's awesome. That was offered to you guys. I know. I can't believe it. So I work at a hospital, but I'm not like a medical person. Clearly based on my education and a frontline worker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not that. See, this is what happens when I'm sober. I know. I start spitting out real terms. Wow. Look at Watch you. Watch out 2021. <laughs> <laughs> when did Faith get so smart? <laughs> Around 2021, we stopped drinking. Um, but yes, but I, because I am hospital staff, so they vaccinated all of the frontline workers and okay. then they started offering it to other hospital staff. That's great. I, I know that. Um, I didn't mean to say that's great so fast. I was saying that like, um, <laughs> that's I, great. Move on. <laughs> I didn't notice it until you just said that. So I know I got it right away. Mm -hmm. Again, sober faith. This should be fun. Yeah. Um, that's, that's awesome that they're doing that. And I know that, um, I have, I've had so many clients in the past few days that have come in that have gotten the vaccine mm -hmm. and that's what they're saying. It's like, they're offering to the doctors and nurses first. And then, you know, they're the more that they test, the more they're able to get in. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you are testing more, you're getting more in shipped in. So I know like Catholic Health mm -hmm. um, was able to offer it to all their medical staff. And then there was so much there were extras that they had available to them. So they are they're getting their IT departments. They're getting their PR department. They're getting yeah. all these departments that aren't necessarily frontline workers. But they're like, listen, we don't know when you're going to be on the list again to get this. Right. So it may be a phase three. It may be, you know, not for six more months. So mm -hmm. we can offer it to you now. So the options there. So I think that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty jazzed about it. My kids were super excited about it. Did you have any side effects or did it hurt or anything? Do you have any issues? Um. So, so far, no. The only thing is it 
man, my arm hurts. Yeah. Um, I've had two people tell me that their arms really hurt. Yeah. yeah. And like normally I'll be sore from a flu shot, which I was told once by a nurse that it hurts more the more muscle you have. So I'm taking this to mean that mine's going to feel terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm taking the pain to mean that it just means I'm jacked. So I'm Clearly. totally on board with it. Oh my God. Babe. Chris Evans is going to be out for like weeks. He really is. Oh, that muscle. Plus he's a man. And he's going to be well, he no, I actually think baby. he's like, yeah, he's like the exception. Yeah, for sure. One hundred percent. Um, another wait, what? <laughs> yes. If you didn't see our social media, I made a serious plug to try to get Chris Evans. Oh, not only I did on this yeah. podcast. I really appreciate it. An- well, yes, I knew you knew. I'm telling the random person who may not know. I was like, what happened on our social media? Yeah. <laughs> Not only on our podcast, but in Anna's life. And so far, have we heard from him? Um, I feel like you would be the first to know <laughs> if we did. So. so if we could just do like goals for 2021. I wanted to talk about resolutions, by the way. But one of my resolutions is to seriously get Chris Evans in Anna's life. And if anyone wants to assist me with that, I'm taking any and all suggestions. Thank you. I'd really like to see how that turns out. <laughs> You'll know. Yeah. You will be actually the first to know because it's for you. I want to know who's going to help you and what exactly they're doing to assist. I'm I'm calling in all of my my call ins right now. (laughs) Oh, there it goes. There it goes. Just as quick as smartness (laughs) came, it left the room. And there it went. 2020. It's all right. It's all right. She's back. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God. I missed you. I missed you. I don't know who that bitch was for a hot (laughs) second. It's like an out of body experience with like a professor. <laughs> She's so smart. Oh my god. So, um, anyways, yeah. Okay, what's your next? Wait, what? Oh, okay. This is a good time. Um, so I went to go get a pedicure on my birthday. Oh, yeah, which was great. Um. <laughs> And when I got there, I'm waiting in line and the woman comes up and she's like, oh, you want a pedicure? Oh, you want your nails done, too? I go, no. (laughs) And she looked at my nails and she goes, oh, you do them yourself. (gasps) I go, yes. And they actually looked very nice. Okay, I mean, they're shorter, (laughs) but whatever. I was like, she just shamed me for doing my own nails. Okay, I'm asking this and I feel like I can ask this because this is my ethnicity. Oh boy. Was it an Asian salon? Yes. It was? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm surprised. Usually they're very over accommodating. Super nice. Oh, she had a lot of, I mean, there was a lot of stuff going on there. So first of all, there's nothing more terrifying than being in close proximity to somebody. Although there was that like plexiglass thing. Divider. Yeah. Yes. And <laughs> she said... So are you having your family over for Christmas Eve? I go, no. And she goes, no one at all? I go, no. And she goes, oh, we're having our whole family over. (laughs) And I'm like, thank God I went before Christmas. I go, okay. She goes, I mean, oh, Charlotte, damn it. I go, I'm going to finish this and then I'm going to take her out. Um, And I said, no, no, I'm not doing that. She goes, oh, that's sad. I'm like, is it? And then the lady who, uh, another employee who is also working, <laughs> looks at her and goes, she doesn't understand what the rules are. And I'm like, ah, uh, does she know these rules? <laughs> like, what is going on? It was, it was crazy. I was like, I'm just, I'm just going to sit here and read my book on my phone. Okay. I don't want to talk. I don't want to be friends right now. And I'm certainly not coming over for Christmas. <laughs> 
it was crazy oh my god that's hysterical oh my god i was like okay <laughs> i'm really i want to leave now so you had an anxiety attack on your yeah birthday. exactly yep pretty cool much, pretty cool. much and was shamed at the same and time was shamed about your nails well that's because you can't have these press-ons <laughs> that look like razor blades <laughs> Not to mention, don't use a lighter color because you use dark hair dye. I totally have dark hair dye all over them. They were really pretty until I went back to work. Oh, they were pretty for us. They hot were second. pretty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now they Sorry. hurt. Um, anyways. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, me speaking incorrectly or correctly. Wow. I figured out one. So I have I have two. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. And one of them is, is that you know you're old when your go-to app on your phone went from dictionary to urban dictionary. Oh, I know. Because I am urban dictionarying everything lately. Yeah. And like all these like influencers and stuff that I follow and like not even just them. Like I follow a lot of people who are like our age that are really entertaining on their Instagram, on their stories. They're like using these terms. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> so then I'm instantly like urban dictionarying everything. And I'm like, ugh, I feel like I'm so old now. I don't know what anything means. So I don't know. I've just, that was one of my weight what's is that an urban dictionary. What I don't understand is you have a high school person in your house. I have a high school person in my house. I work with all 20 year olds yeah. and I do hair on every age demographic yeah. that comes in. So I don't really understand why I don't know terms, but I don't. <laughs> That's kind of sad. It is sad. I know. It really reflects more poorly on the people around you who should be teaching you those. So I mean, just do that. They need to step it up in 2021. Uh, for real. Get me edumacated. Oh, dear. <laughs> My urban dictionary. That's not an urban dictionary. <laughs> um, so another way what that I had is Christmas morning and we're all hanging around. We do the gifts and stuff. And um, Max goes, hey, mom, where is, didn't Jude get me a Christmas gift? I go, yeah. I have no idea where I hit it. <laughs> like still cannot find it. Oh, no. I'm like, there's not that many hiding places I would have used. I have no idea. I looked in all the places that I thought I would have hit stuff. <laughs> Do you know what I'm going to buy you next year before Christmas? A storage space? Other than a storage space. Yeah. (laughs) Tell me. One of those tile things that find things like you can (gasps) attach them. So smart. I'm going to buy you like 20 of them. And then you can put them on all the gifts that you hide around the house. So smart. And then when you need to find them, you just page them all at once. And they'll all start beeping. And then it's like a fun game. That that (laughs) does sound like a super fun game. Um, so here's the thing is that I hide my kids presents in one place, but then this was like a present to Max from, from Jude, Jude and P.S. Jude told him the minute I hit add to cart and purchase, yeah. he ran into the <laughs> living room and told him what it was. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I don't need to really hide this. I just need to kind of hide this. And but... you like seriously hit it. Yeah. I had no idea. She gone. We. <laughs> <laughs> she might be. She might be. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. that's pretty cool. Good stuff. Um, what do you got next? (laughs) Well, okay. So Anna and our friend Beth, who we love, Beth Cook, shout out to Beth Cook and Village Yoga, have convinced me a few times that I may have like serious psychic abilities. Mm -hmm. And there's been like incidences where like things have happened, weird things, right? So as many of you guys know, I'm listening to the Smart List podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And I'm going through, I'm actually listening to every single episode because they are so seriously good. I cannot stop listening. It's like my favorite podcast. That's amazing. Aside from ours. I've actually gone back. There's 21 episodes. I've listened to all 21 episodes. It's so good. So I'm going through like the library of episodes. So I listened to an episode. It was my Rudolph's. And this was after our Taylor Swift episode. Mm Mm-hmm. They go on about Bon Iver. Bon Iver. Whatever. They have a whole conversation about it. Stop it. And I'm listening and I'm like, oh my God. Because Jason Bateman doesn't know who they are and Will Arnett is friends. And it is one guy, Jared Jared Phillips. Mm, that could be wrong. But something like that. And Will Arnett's friends with him. And Will's like, no, he's super good. This band is amazing. They're so this. They're so this. And Jason Bateman doesn't know who they are. And then they make fun of him for not knowing. And then oh Maya, my God. Maya Rudolph comes on. She's like, bon Iver. And they oh start doing God. it with an accent. And my jaw hit the floor. And I was like, we did this already. Shut up. Yeah. I swear to God. Bitch stole our luck. I mean, that one came out before our episode because I've been watching, listening out of order. So technically, it sounds like we took the copyright of their podcast. Oh, my God. So you're telling me that (laughs) we are on a comedic (laughs) level with Maya Rudolph, Jason Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes, and Sean Hayes. Yes. God damn it. What are we doing in my sunroom? (laughs) This is ridiculous. So anyways, I was like, wow, I used my psychic abilities to copyright. (laughs) If they didn't say copyrighted, (laughs) copyright infringement on someone else's podcast. We do that with every single song. I mean, yeah, also that. I mean, no, (laughs) no big deal. Actually, you know what? If you know Chris Evans, maybe stop listening to our podcast because you probably have connections to shut our podcast down. Also, please don't. Please don't. It's literally all we have right now. (laughs) (laughs) And we're not even making money. It's just for our own mental health. That's it. So, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Man, I hope that episode doesn't get shut down because that was when you were pissed off at Taylor (laughs) Swift. It's not the exact same conversation, but let me tell you, they go on about Bon Iver and I'm like. Stop calling him that. (laughs) Stupid name. Bon Iver. It's not Bon Iver. Is it Bon Iver? I'm pretty sure it is. Unless I'm really like buffaloing. It. it sounds like a buffalo. Bon Iver. It sounds buffalo. Usually I, I'm not that cheesy when I pronounce things. I don't know. How do we find out? Can we Urban Dictionary though? <laughs> you want to know what? I'll just listen back to the podcast where they actually talk about him because they know him. But anyways, I could. they start talking about him and my oh. jaw hit the floor and I was like, I could not get over the fact that they literally were talking about him. That is crazy. Justin Vernon is his name. Just I said, what did I say? Justin F- Phillips? I wasn't that far off. Oh, my God. No, I said Jared Phillips. I was very far <laughs> off. <laughs> you did say Jared What Phillips. are you? What? Boney Bear. Boney Bear. I know. Oh, my God. I was like, no, I'm pretty sure I'm right. I've now listened to another podcast talk about him, and that's how they pronounced it. Why is that his? Why, is he French? No. <laughs> Justin Vernon. <laughs> doesn't sound as pretty. <laughs> well, that makes sense then. Yeah. So anyways. Wow. Yeah. Not the only podcast to have an issue with Bon, bon Iver. So. Bone. Bon Iver. Bon Iver. Mother of Christ. We're never talking about him again until we. Well, kept... I mean, let's be honest. It does. It <laughs> phonetically. It's not spelled that way. Okay. It as says a, Bon. It's as clear. a surprise, our next guest is Justin Vernon. Come on in, <laughs> Justin. <laughs> 
<laughs> I really wanted you to call him Jared Phillips again. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, that's so amazing. If anybody knows Jared Phillips or Justin Vernon or Bon Iver, please let us know. Or Bon Iver. Or Brian Corona. Or Brian Corona. <laughs> You know where oh. fake news comes from? This podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's where it comes from. Um, and it comes from faith. I just <laughs> want to say that. I did not <laughs> make up Brian Corona. She's going down for that. I'm going down for Brian Corona. Um, okay. So. Any more? Wait, what? I, I'm good. Yeah, no, dude. I, I told two. you I had like I had seven. I like two. All right. That was it. Okay. <laughs> that was it. I'm going to eat a cookie. Two which things. I brought. Do it. Turn your mic off, though. So two things. Nobody <laughs> wants to hear chewing. Um, two things. One, quiet Christmas is my new favorite thing. Mm -hmm. I never want to do anything again on Christmas day. Mm -hmm. And I, you can go ahead and <laughs> just turn it back on. You're fine. Um, that was magical. And I don't think I'm the only one who believes that second Christmas and divorce is weird. So <laughs> that's the only way to explain it. It's just weird. So we're weirdos and Josh sleeps over on Christmas Eve. He slept on the couch. This fucking dog. I swear to God. Um, he slept on the couch. So the kids woke up, woke me up, then ran downstairs and woke his ass up. And then we did Christmas. And I have to say, oddly, it was one of the best Christmas mornings that we've ever had. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. And it, of course, the whole time I'm like, what? Divorce is weird. Like, and I will say Christmas Eve night, the kids went to bed and then we were killing time waiting, making sure that they were like asleep asleep. Sure. And we had a lovely evening. Well, we, good. We played this really fun, inappropriate game that I accidentally bought my 12 year old nephew. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> this game is super fun, though. Next time, like people are allowed to hang out. Yeah. Um, I'm totally going to bring it over so oh, yeah. we can play it with a group of people because so I walked into the kitchen and um, my nephew and my kids were playing this game. And my nephew, again, who is 12, said, did you know the most popular day of the week to have sex is Sunday? Oh. I go, I did know that. No. Why are we talking about this? What is going on? So I'm looking through and there was a question about cocaine <gasps> and oh my God. What is like, it? What's the game? Things they don't tell you in school. So oh. what it said, it was just a fun game. Okay. <laughs> what I didn't notice was that it was 17 and up. Oh, I missed that part. That's okay. Yeah. Good times. Um, anyway, so Josh and I played that and he is like a fountain of a lot of useless knowledge, but also he's very smart too. Yeah. So yeah. there's that. Um, so we had a great time playing that, but it was really nice. Good. We had like a really nice evening together and yeah. then we had a nice Christmas morning and I was like, you know what? It, you don't have to have these expectations right. about how you think things should be and how things will work. Like we're doing what's best for these kids right now. Yeah. And it's not always going to be like this and he won't always need to be here Christmas morning because eventually that'll lose its luster. I'm sure. But like he can then just come over on Christmas morning. And once we start seeing other people, like obviously that's going to one serious relationship. I mean, that would just be a good old couch up time. Oh, Josh and his girlfriend are sitting <laughs> on your couch. <laughs> 
<laughs> you and your boyfriend are upstairs <laughs> having sweet, sweet Christmas sex. Cool, cool. It's going to be really awkward <laughs> next Christmas when Chris Evans is here. I mean, so, I mean, and even more awkward when Faith is spying on Chris Evans sleeping in your bed next year. It is super creepy. Yeah, it's super creepy. What's that? What's that beeping in the closet? Nothing, Anna. Look away. <laughs> I put a tile on Faith. <laughs> so I knew exactly you may have where to. She was. If I get you hooked up with Chris Evans, I may need to see Chris Evans. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Obviously. Yeah. What am I going to hide that? You're going to see me fucking no. parading around the village on this guy. Are you kidding me? You're not a sex tape. Yeah. <laughs> can, you, can, can they see my whole face? <laughs> Make sure my face is in it. <laughs> you got a name tag on. With your no. Instagram handle. <laughs> I'm going to announce my name and spell it out like you do for the news channel. You like, should do it right as you orgasm. Oh, yeah, because that's what I'm going to be thinking about. Oh, my God. But yeah, like, oh, hey, oh, Chris have Evans. Him do it. Have what? him do it. Oh, Chris <laughs> Evans. <laughs> oh, man. I like that yeah. You know what? I don't even need the sex tape. I'm just going to find like a flatbed truck and just do it the whole way around. Oh, my God. You already know all the parade routes in Hamburg. I do. Yes. Next year, it's going to not be like the holiday. It's going to be the holiday hoe bag. And it's going to be Anna on a flatbed having sex with Chris Evans throughout the village of Hamburg. Oh, God. That's terrible. And no, I'm just kidding you behind them. It's fine. I'm just kidding you guys. I'm not going to do that. Like, also, she might. But it's fine. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't say no. But I don't think people would I'm say no to watch it. that. Right? I mean, I'd be so impressed. I would watch. Yeah. It'll be like a car accident. People can look away. <laughs> and it also might cause a car accident. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Instead of drowning in the past We had good times even back when Dreams were all we had to last So as I wake up this bright morning Nothing's gonna bring me down Waves are singing, wind is falling. Summer's here to stick around. I still remember me before you. I will no longer need your rescue. I still remember me before you. I'm no fool. Tell them. I'm no fool. That is a really sweet song. Hi, guys. Yeah, I know. Who I is that? That's San Jose. And the song is still. And it's actually the wedding song when Schmidt and Cece get married on New Girl. Oh. It's my favorite song. And I that was my, so for all of you who care, it's my number one top played song on Spotify for 2020. That is crazy. Mm -hmm. I just listen to that song all the time on repeat. I love it. It's a really nice song and obviously a huge segment 
is going to be talking about 2020. This is our New Year's segment, right? Or New Year's episode. So I felt like that was a good, pleasant intro into talking about everything that went on this year. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know where to start. Um, (laughs) Well, I love that song because it kind of flows really nicely with my brief astro report. (laughs) I know a lot of people have been asking about what's going on. Listen to the last three episodes. (laughs) And that pretty much clears it up. Um, also, yesterday was a full moon in Cancer. So it was the last full moon of 2020. And it was in the sign of Cancer. So when Cancer's a water sign. So when the full moons are in water signs, typically those are um, more emotional ones. And I think, I mean, think about the timing. Like it's the end of 2020. People are kind of thinking about the end of the year. I think New Year's Eve is always kind of a more emotional time because you're thinking about, you know, the entire year and everything Mm -hmm. that's happened and everything you've accomplished, or maybe your pants don't fit anymore, like all that (laughs) stuff. But I feel like the end of 2020 is especially difficult right now. Yes. Because, I mean, we are all coming out of this year. Like, literally, what the heck just happened? Yeah. I think it's really interesting. And obviously, now we're going to start diving into all of it. But one of the things I find really interesting, and I was just telling my client this, is I was like, there's so many times when it was like such a surreal year when I literally was like, we are living in a moment in history. Right. And what's crazy is, okay, when a snowstorm happens in Buffalo, right? Mm -hmm. There's this sense of like, well, we're all in this together and there's a snowstorm, but it's only in Buffalo. Like people in like Amherst are like, we don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, well, let me be more specific. In Hamburg. Hamburg yeah. In the South. Right. And there's so many things that like happen and it's like, you just feel like it's, it, I don't know, it's this weird thing when it, it shuts down something like that. And, and it's really weird that the whole world got shut down this year. Yeah. Like the whole world, like anyone who was alive in 2020 was affected. It wasn't a Buffalo thing. It wasn't a snowstorm. It wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't even like, I mean, there's so many experiences that we've lived through in our lifetime where September 11th, Katrina, there's been so many huge monumental things that have affected thousands and millions of people. And this pandemic affected the entire world. And when you really think about that, it's, it's honestly, it's sobering. And it's like, it really is so crazy because every single person, I mean, I know there's that like kind of cheesy saying, it's like everyone's fighting a battle that you don't know about. So Mm -hmm. always be kind, but it's like this year, that statement felt so important because the, for there's, for every single person, I mean, we're almost hitting a year now that Mm -hmm. we've been in this. So birthdays, weddings, funerals, you know, monumental life events, like everyone's been through things. Every single person has had things canceled. Everything. Mm -hmm. This has been one of the hardest years. But when I was looking back on it and I knew we were going to talk about 2020, to me, And I guess maybe it's a silver lining of like where I feel now is like, but we're here. Mm -hmm. We're still here. So against all odds, against everything we've been put against, I mean, we've, I mean, had to endure relationships of you're inside for nine months, relationships with your children, Mm -hmm. um, your jobs, your careers. I mean, every single thing that's happened, your health, everything to me 
the kind of sound in my head, the word that kept going through my head when I was talking, when I was thinking about what we're going to talk about is like resilience, right? Like it doesn't matter if you survived this well, or if you survived it horribly, or Mm -hmm. if your whole fucking life got turned around, or if you're barely standing, the bottom line is you did it. You just got through one of the hardest things that's ever going to happen to us. Mm -hmm. And you know, thank God in a weird way we did this at a time when we have technology in our lives. Thank mm-hmm. God we did this at a time where there's still all the possibilities to still have communication with so many different people in our lives. Mm-hmm. But we did it. We're still here. And I'm just so like grateful to still be to be on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's just well, I don't think we're quite there yet. Well, I mean, get in, get in there, get in there. But <laughs> we're creeping, we're crawling, <clears throat> right? Might be like hibernating. It's more like clawing, yeah, clawing <laughs> out of it. But we're resilient. The resilience of, you know, there's there's so much negativity, and not just with the pandemic, but then all the social issues that came out of of all, you know, all the social in- injustices and everything that kind of happened and the political things that happened. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all of this stuff came. It was like a huge regurgitation of so much in the world. Right. It was just like everything spewed out. Right. Yeah. And I just feel like getting through all of it and kind of getting go getting on the other side, I guess, maybe not totally, but um, I really, really, really am just impressed by we've seen so much ugliness in the world and I'm, I'm impressed by the power of the strength of people and everybody that's still standing. I'm impressed by the strength of small businesses that are still able to keep their doors open. I am impressed by the strength of people who had to close their businesses mm-hmm. and now are coming together to find new ways to enhance their community. I am impressed by every person that I know, like the businesses that stayed open and had to constantly adjust how they operated. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously for me, I'm in the small business arena. And so I'm really impressed by all that. I'm impressed by teachers that have had to totally reconstruct how they know their job. I'm impressed by parents who are freaking juggling like homeschooling and work and this and that. And I, I'm so like, I can't, I cannot spend any more time thinking about the negativity that came out of 2020 and the ugliness and the terrible parts of humanity we saw. I can't waste another breath on it. I can only focus on the strength that's coming out of it Mm -hmm. because that is what I want to focus on to fuel me forward into 2021. I know that when the clock strikes midnight, it's not going to be like the magic ball and it's not going to be like a Cinderella thing. Everyone's going to forget 2020. (laughs) It's just gone. It's just gone. (laughs) We're all year younger. But um, I, I just feel like for me to hold on to the part that I need to in 20, 2020 to give me any sort of fuel for 2021, I'm going to hold on to the strength and the resilience of people mm-hmm. because to me that is impressed me. I'm continued to, to be impressed by it. And even if you're just surviving and you don't feel like you're impressive and you feel like you haven't done anything, I don't care what your situation is. If you're listening to this and you're surviving it and you've gotten through it even if it's not well you fucking did it and i'm still proud of you and i'm still impressed by it because the fact that we all did is incredible no i totally agree you know i understand that and i think that it really took a pandemic and it took and i think we talked about this in an earlier episode 
in the year. I think that had it not been for the pandemic, that all of those social issues would have just been swept under the rug yet again. It just would have been another thing. So it literally took the world to stop for us to really dig deep. So I I do a lot of trauma work. I've done a lot of stuff with myself. I've been in therapy this entire time Mm -hmm. doing teletherapy every week and dug through a lot of shit. And just for myself, going through all of that with myself, like I can't, you're fine. Like I can't imagine what it would have been like if I didn't do that. Like this is a collective trauma that all of us are going through right now. So now we have to kind of pick up the pieces and try to process <clears throat> what the hell just happened. Absolutely. Essentially. And I think that, you know, every, I mean, you know how I am. Like, I think everything happens for a reason. And I truly believe that if it wasn't for this pandemic, that things that were kind of hidden, you know, the, the social injustices, the inequalities, all of that would have never hit this like momentum if we weren't all forced to sit the hell down and look at what is happening. When you look at all of the political stuff that happened too, like all of it, all of it happened for a reason. And I think that going into 2021, I feel like a lot of us are more hopeful at this point, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. But I think we can't forget the lessons that brought us through and took us through 2020 because we need to remember that shit in order to move on. Mm -hmm. And we need to address that shit in order to move on. Like 2020 was kind of the year of you cannot sweep shit under the rug anymore. Right. This is not happening. And I think collectively, This is how we move forward from this Mm -hmm. is we recognize that, you know, it's not just about posting a black square on your Instagram page or your Facebook page. It's what else are you doing to make sure that you are not just not racist, but Mm anti-racist like you have to. The work doesn't stop. This was just the beginning. Mm-hmm. And this work is going to continue for probably the rest of our lives, because if you think about how long it's been going on for, and I'm not just talking about the Black Lives Matter movement, because it's not right. a movement. It's it's what they've lived through. Right. And I think that it's it's not just about that. It's about everything that's been uncovered mm-hmm. over 2020. And I think that just having that hope is just something that we need to really like cling on to and moving forward, just understanding like our part of this puzzle. Yeah. And I think that, you know, you mentioned it earlier, like bringing it back to a personal level too. Cause for me, it was like, it was a lot of personal growth and angst and turmoil and all mm-hmm. those things that, you know, we all had to go through, but you know, you said like you really appreciated a simple Christmas. And I think, you know, you're not going to find an unhappy teacher when kids are back to five days a week. You'll find stressed out teachers because it's a hard job, but they're going to be so grateful to go back to their job. I'm so grateful to go back to my job. It's like it took us to lose so much for us to appreciate so little. Yeah. And I think that's also a really powerful lesson, too. I think that that's really important to like, you know, 
our world and all of us in it move at such a fast pace. And like Anna said, the second things stopped, we were forced to deal with a lot. And not only the world, the worldly and the social issues, but the issues within ourselves. The once we stopped, you know, what was going on in our lives? What mm-hmm. did we need to fix? What did we re- need to remodel? You know, not just well, in our houses, but in ourselves. Like it, and a lot of people uncovered a lot of sides to themselves during this. Ugly oh, 100%. Sides, oh, good that's s- their welcome to the shadow side. <laughs> yeah. And, but even looking at like, I mean, we run, especially our generation of parents, like, yeah, when do we sit down? If right. we're not working, right. we're taking our kids somewhere to some kind of thing. Right. When do our kids have time to just sit and play? Right. Or like go outside with their friends and yeah. play. Like, it's like all of that was taken away. And we're able to see another side of it. It really did in a lot of ways feel like the 1950s. I mean, every Sunday we have, we're at hockey. It's hockey something, hockey tournament, hockey game, hockey this. Every Sunday, well, in some Mondays and Thursdays and Saturdays, (laughs) we all sit down and watch the Bills game. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like it's like old school. It's the only thing on. No one's leaving the house. We've watched every Bills game together. Mm -hmm. It's been so fantastic. You know, um, I mean, we'll get to like the good, the bad, the ugly. But again, going back to that simplistic of like my family has never fought so much, but my family also has never been closer. Right. Like it's extremes, but it like I'm so happy that my kids had this experience together Mm -hmm. because they're so much closer. Like they don't even realize how much closer they are. And it's like, they just went through this trauma together. And I I have to be honest, I'm thankful that they have each other. Yeah. You know, because my kids really bonded a lot over this. And my kids are five years apart and they have very separate, separate lives. They go to Mm -hmm. different schools. They have different interests. They have different friend groups. And like you said, they're always moving in two like tornadoes not connected, you know? And I think this like forced our kids to like literally forge such a deeper relationship. And it's been really, really amazing to see. And I feel like going forward, my kids will always be close on a level that like no one's going to ever understand, not just because they're sisters, but because they survived this together and had no other distractions in their life. So they just had to deal with each other 24 seven and myself and their dad. And it's just like, you know, no one's really going to know the inner workings of a family until you spend nine months at home together. Right. And that is such a good like way of looking at it, like just such a great perspective, because it really is like, you know, kids, if one kid isn't somewhere, the other kid is. Oh, yeah. So when do they have time to spend together? Right. And I don't know if my kids ever will have this time again. Right. Keely's going to college in two years. I think about it all the time. And once that happens, like everything shifts or breaks are different or this is like, she's older. And I don't know how many of those moments we'll have. And even for me, like, you know, (laughs) I was unemployed for four months this year, which when I say that makes me like, want to like cry and like (laughs) roll into a dark place. (laughs) I'm like, Oh, that's cool. Um, also I just did the math Dan and I did the math, $9,000 in travel credit. That's what I have right now. 9,000 between about seven different places. Oh my God. Like between airlines and different, like a resort. And we have $9,000 in travel credit. Couldn't get any of that money back. Also didn't work for four months. Could have used that money back. Oh my God. (laughs) But I keep thinking about all these things and, you know, again, like it's so 
easy to feel really heavy by the things that happen to us. But like, mm-hmm. and again, I'm, I was doing a lot of reflecting knowing we were doing this podcast and, you know, I'm like, oh my God, I saw this money and I'm not even, I don't know if I'm going to get it, get it back, whatever. I had four months unemployed. And then I thought to myself, okay, so that's the one way to look at it, right? So flip the coin the other way. I had four months of my life at home with my kids. Mm-hmm. I'll never have four months off ever in my life again. Yeah. I mean, unless I have a baby, which is not happening. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, you know, that I was reflecting on that. I'm like, I had four months with my kids at home, which was amazing. Yeah. And my dogs who don't know what to do now that I'm back to work. Oh, my Lord. I could imagine. But, you know, and I'm like, that was amazing. No, we didn't go on vacation, but I a vacation, all that money, all that time would have equaled out to be about three weeks of vacation. Right. Mm -hmm. So, no, I didn't get all these vacations we planned, but I got four months home with my family. Yeah. Which is kind of priceless. I mean, also, I could take the nine thousand back, but also. Also priceless. Also $9,000. Also, (laughs) it's like, well, let's see if we can get that back. Hmm. But I I really was like, you know, that that is time to me is Mm -hmm. an infinite price. And I got that instead. So you have to really kind of if you can't find it, sometimes you have to search for the way the universe tells you that like the universe didn't give me what I wanted, but it gave me what I needed. Yep. Yeah. She always do. (laughs) She always do. Okay, so just to chime in with the Astro Report real quick, because <laughs> we took a hard left there. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're still on it. Wait, I never finished we're... it. So <laughs> that was the worst interruption of my life. <laughs> it was like a solid 20 minutes, too. <laughs> and then I went on an emotional like, roller coaster. Okay, but you know what? <laughs> Whatever. It went with the program. It was fine. It was totally fine. And you had really good stuff to say. Um, turning, so, turning my mic off. Oh my God, stop it. So full moon in cancer was yesterday. So we're going to feel the effects over the next few days. So this full moon, it's the last one of 2020, excuse me, and ginger. Um, it's the last one of 2020. So this is like a super powerful full moon. And this is like the final purge, right? So all of the ickiness, all of the shit you felt from this year release that shit now let it go don't bring it with you into 2020 what or whatever 2021 what year is it i don't know i'm in 2019 um uh, groundhog day i have no idea what's what's about to come <laughs> oh poor two poor 2019 anna i know she was so excited <laughs> she was so hopeful <laughs> she really was i got my trip in this only here i know um so what I like to do when, especially when it's like a super releasing full moon, and I mean, judge all you want, but it makes me feel great, is I pop in my headphones, I find like one song or multiple ones that like you can really like dance it out to, and I literally dance it out. Oh, I love that. Like it's all about the movement, right? So either do a really nice yoga class, do a spin class, do right. whatever you got to do, get it out. Oh, yeah. I like release that lyrical release that. dancing also allowed. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> so that's what I recommend. And just literally shake out your body and get it out. That's yeah. my big recommendation for the release. 
I love that. No big deal. And I'm already working on seeing what we can do about a 2021 astrological forecast. Yes. So don't ask Faith. I'm on it. God. <laughs> God, can I have a second? <laughs> Faith also wants it though. <laughs> yeah, I know. For what it's worth. I mean, I do too. I'm, I'm going to be lie. honest. The astrological forecast. I mean, ever since everything that our astrological podcast um, that we had with the Reverend, who was like, now my, like, I'm just bowing I know, down. I know. Um, No, she was mind blowing. Mm -hmm. So ever since then, I'm like, we might need to have her back to talk about 2021. Oh, I wonder if she would. I mean, if not, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to look around. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to figure it out. We're going to browse. That would be um, awesome if she did though. I know. I am excited in 2021 when these masks are done, I'm going to have a mask burning party. I think. <laughs> um, I'm not mad about them. Yeah. I don't mind the masks, but I feel like just as like a symbolic thing. <laughs> oh, right. Like the bra burning. Like bra burning. Yeah. Be that's like what Woodstock up in your backyard. Yeah. Find the masks that are the most abused that you don't like anymore. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. yeah, you're just, we're going to burn them. I really wonder how much longer we're going to wear. Like, I feel like I at least, at least six more months. Oh yeah. No, my, my one client and actually he's, he's ridiculous. He was in tonight. We had a whole conversation. He's the one who's the president of pharmacy at UB. He gets his hair done a lot, huh? He does, but he also can afford to. <laughs> True. And he has an important job. So he always does have to look nice. He's got to look clean cut. He's got to look, he's got to look clean cut. <laughs> he's so smart though and he was in tonight and literally it was like me and Jaina and our two clients and we were like asking him a thousand <laughs> questions and he was so great and wonderful and answered all of our questions and we'd ask questions like that's a really great question he's like here's how I'm going to answer that like he's so patient he's literally the best so we were asking him all these questions and one of the questions was about the masks and everything and he mm -hmm. goes I think we're honestly looking at at least fall. He goes, here's what's going to happen. He goes, the vaccination is going to start going out mm -hmm. and he goes, and we're going to start to open up things. He goes, so if we can open up things and our numbers stay down and they don't get bigger, then you're going to see progress. If they go back up again, you're going to start to see, um, a little bit more of like, if not everyone's vaccinated, like, you can start doing things once you have your vaccination card, mm. things like that. He goes, I hope it doesn't come to that. But if the numbers don't go down and people aren't getting vaccinated, it may go to that. He goes, or it may just be as simple as we're wearing our masks longer. Right. So he said that because especially in New York state, he's like, we're, we have so many unions and so many occupations have unions. He's like, there's going to be a lot of unions that are able to fight any sort of mandate. Mm. So he goes in our state. I don't think they'll ever be able to say like, you can't be a go and teach at a school without a vaccine. He's like, I just don't think that's something enforceable, right. but it could be something simple. Like you can start going on planes and mm -hmm. bills games mm -hmm. when you have your vaccination. Mm. So he goes, it might be stuff like that where they start to kind of adjust livelihood based on that. He goes, but also this is all speculation. And he goes, and you have to remember that we live in New York state. So a lot of that's not going to be able to be mandated. Well, and I was also talking to a colleague today who got vaccinated and she listened to a podcast who, and they were talking about the Pfizer and the Moderna, M Moderna, 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 Moderna. whatever oh, I'm going to say Moderna, uh, <laughs> 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 those, um, I don't know if there is evidence yet that, so it protects, if you get vaccinated, it protects you from getting COVID-19. 
but I don't think there's enough research or evidence about like you can't pass it on to someone else. Right. I, like, I don't have an answer to that. No, but yeah, yeah I, know. I didn't think yeah. you did. I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to put you on the spot there. <laughs> I was like, I didn't ask that to my pharmacy. <laughs> I think, well, if you could maybe let me know when I he's will. in next I and will. I will send in questions for sure. you to ask. Um, because I think that that's also a key to this vaccine too, is like, yes, it protects you, but like, what if I am with somebody who has COVID-19 and then can I you come spread home, it? Can sure. I give it to my kids when I come gotcha. home? Like that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so that will be interesting too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I do very much want to go on vacation, but <laughs> I also don't ever want to leave my house. So like, this is, this is what 2020 has done to me yes. where I'm like, I have to leave my house today. I don't, I don't want to do that. And like, I mean, it's real. Like I don't right. want to leave my house. Right. I get that. It is super sad. I really want to go on vacation and mm. would probably go tomorrow if offered the chance to redeem any of my $9,000. Jesus Christ. I'll be gone. <laughs> yeah. My... I want to get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. I'm that. quite the opposite. Although I did really, really thoroughly enjoy that. Mm -hmm. I think I had that moment. I enjoyed it. It feels like a little like pause in time. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, and now I'm ready to move forward with a fresh face <laughs> and some travel credit. <laughs> I would also prefer to be in my house alone. Yeah. <laughs> so just to, just to confirm any of that. Yeah. Unless Chris Evans shows up. I mean, then I'm okay. And then I'll be behind him <laughs> with a camera. <laughs> I'm such a perv, but I really I'm, I mean, really, you kind of are. I mean, I really. A little, little freaky side. I'm going to totally be that way. If you ever with Chris <laughs> Evans, I'm going to be like, I'm really sorry in advance about my weird front face. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so anyways. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think I finally got my Astro report out. So we're good. <laughs> so, okay. I want to talk about something, but I'm limited on what I can talk about. But I know when I start playing this, if you know, you know. And Faith does not know. I don't. I know. It's really sad. Hold on. This is the theme to Bridgerton, isn't it? It's not the theme. If you have not seen Bridgerton on Netflix, I want you to immediately stop this podcast, <laughs> go to your sofa <laughs> or wherever you watch Netflix and watch it immediately. My two best friends, Anna and Stassi Schroeder, both <laughs> told me I have to watch Bridgerton. I was told it's Stassi the, and I talked about it already. I mean, <laughs> Abby. Yeah. I heard it's the, it's Gossip Girl. Okay. So. Someone told me it's like Gossip Girl, but in the whatever yes. time period that is. I don't want to mess it up. Yes. It's like British. Ugh, I don't know, 1800. I don't know. I, don't know. I was going to say 1800s, but then I feel like someone would be like, it's 1900. I, I mean, know. I don't think it is. It's <laughs> like <Hello>? 1746. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> the Karens of the world are going to come oh for me. Oh my God. Wait, let's, let's look it up. Hold but on. that's what everyone says. It's like Gossip Girl, which I love Gossip yes, Girl. It is. So 19th century. All right. That's what we said. <laughs> 
essentially it's sure. fine Same thing. um so i mean the 1800s were technically the 19th century yeah that's they? the 19th okay, century perfect. great yeah. so my friend matt to all hey matt he's he's a podcast listener oh. he's my friend he's one of the best things that came out of me moving to new york city because he's cool as shit oh, I love um that. so he described it as um julie andrews as gossip girl <gasps> oh. because she narrates it oh it's, really yes it love her. is gold okay I'll bridgerton is the best thing to come out of 2020 okay. i'm gonna say it i'm gonna watch it it's shonda rhimes so shonda rhimes signed a contract with netflix and she this is her first of seven sh things oh projects for netflix shonda rhimes is a magical human being that she is everything she touches turns to gold I love her. Yeah, I love her. So she came out with this. First of all, like the best parts of this is <laughs> and it's not they were already complaining that it's not historically accurate because the cast is so diverse. I love that. I did see that. Well, oh, my God. Like what pe when people had a problem with Hamilton coming out on yeah. Broadway. Yeah. And it was all, you know, ethnic, different ethnicities. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, that's not accurate. And I'm like. That's Suck the point. Exactly. You're missing the point. You're missing anyway, the point. It's amazing. I that Duke. Okay. Well, I I don't know any of them. All you need. No, you have seen the Duke because <laughs> I see the main character. One of them. I like her brother. Oh, totally my type. Yeah. Yeah. However, <laughs> her middle brother. Okay. Okay. Well, I would not kick him out of bed. I, I mean, would not kick a lot of people out of bed. I've watched the trailer you know. like 10 times and I was like, my two best friends told me to watch this, but and I haven't had it. But I'm just going to watch the trailer 10 times instead I, of an actual episode. I know. Well, because I don't have the brain power to stay awake to watch it. So I just watch like a repeat of like Arrested Development or New Girl. Because like, That's hilarious. I'm, I fall asleep within 10 minutes of me right. going to bed. There were, so I spent a lot of time watching it over the week. I finished the whole series between Saturday night and Sunday morning. So did Stassi. Oh, great. Were you together? Yes. Yes. We spooned. It was great. Oh, I'm um, so jealous. It was so like, I can't. Okay. I'll watch it. It's we'll talk so about good. it. I promise I'll watch it. I will watch it. We'll talk about the next podcast. I promise. Um, I promise. I mean, I don't know if you'll be able to finish it by the next podcast. I week? literally didn't do anything. <laughs> like, just sat on my give couch. me a week i'll be good okay i'll be all right. good all right good i'll for be you. good good for you yeah okay and then we'll talk more okay um okay can since we're talking about tv mm -hmm. can we talk about the housewives yeah what part um okay just to confirm they were not on last night is that correct oh oh I wait have, i don't know what Wednesday. day it is <laughs> i was like first of all i don't know what day it is so <laughs> i don't count <laughs> no, clearly I don't either because today is Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. And on you should have heard me MFing my DVR. Like, why didn't they record last night? Oh. And then MFing Bravo because yeah. why is there a repeat? Why didn't, oh, God. No, it's tonight. <laughs> I mean, also, I wish I had a video camera for that moment. I, yeah, it's been <laughs> full moon. It's the full moon. I can't handle life right now. A lot um, of people can't. Yeah, for real. Um, Okay, so I also binge watched like two episodes of Salt Lake City. Okay. I have a lot of notes because this is what happens when I take notes. Okay. While watching. Just read them off. Just like, like spit them all out. Yeah. Jen Shaw and that fucking weird ass fan. 
Why is she carrying a fan around? Because she's extra and she's got four assistants. Like when her assistant came up and it was labeled as fourth assistant. Yeah. I'm like, I, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. It literally says Jen Shaw and her fan. That, <laughs> that's what my note said. Okay. <laughs> Heather talks about. So first of all, Heather is quickly creeping up to be my favorite housewife oh, ever. She's I love Heather. She's I so great. Love Heather. She's totally honest about her divorce. Totally I honest. I love her. Okay. I love her. So one of the things I'm just going to touch on that whole conversation with her daughters about her divorce and about yes. her and the church and every like, oh my God, that was so amazing. Beautiful. And it was brave. Yes. And it was awesome. Yes. Yeah. And like I the love the fact Heather. that like her daughters were just like, no, like we got you. We totally understand. Yeah. Like, Oh my God. That was so, I sobbed. I sobbed. <laughs> yeah. I sobbed during Bridgerton too. Just to let you know though, been sobbing a lot lately. So <laughs> yeah. just, just going with it. Okay. <laughs> but there was one thing <laughs> that she said, I'm just reading my notes right now. <laughs> These are great. Okay. Heather talked about being on Bumble for two weeks and she had four dates. And I was like, hold up, <laughs> hold up. I was on Bumble for like four fucking months and I got one date and like four real weird conversations. Okay. So I don't, what is, I need to move to a bigger city, bigger city. That's what yeah. I was just about to say. It's just a bigger city. And she's like, yeah, the, the men here are like, it's such a small pool. I'm like, you want to talk about it, Heather? You want to talk about it? You want to talk about it? I had a friend who got my Christmas card and he said, you look like Morticia Adams, which was the highest compliment ever <laughs> for me. Didn't know where this was going. Okay. Yeah. Your face was amazing though. And he said, you must be something about like, you must be taking online dating by storm. I said, well, unfortunately, most of the men look like Uncle Fester. So I am. <laughs> So, I will say, and yes. we will not give any other details, but Anna was recently hit on by someone in their 20s. So. Uh, no big deal. No big deal. Taking that to the Hello, Marticia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Also, and this is literally what I wrote down. Help me understand Whitney and Justin. <laughs> I wish you didn't just put a pile of ice in your mouth because I... So Whitney is the cutest, nicest, most beautiful girl I've ever seen in my life. Also, I'd like to talk about her confessional looks. <laughs> because <laughs> what in the hell is going on there? She's so sweet, though. I she really is. like her. And she I like how she's super high. She is. And she's so supportive of her dad. And I actually <laughs> <laughs> his hair. <laughs> I got notes on that, too. <laughs> I really like Whitney. Um... <laughs> These are great. I don't I don't know what to say about her husband. Yeah. Really? She she talks about her hot torrid affair. She's like, we yeah. had a torrid affair. I have to make fun of the way she talks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you should. If you she should. ever listened to me, I would I, I would expect with, her to do the same. I literally have an issue with how all of them talk. Oh, I mean except Heather, because I love her. And Heather, yeah. Um, Jen is Jen. No, I'm sorry. Um, Lisa. Well, I can't tell Lisa and Meredith apart. Which one's the one that sounds like Kourtney Kardashian on Oxycontin? Lisa. And... <laughs> oh, <laughs> like it might be talks. Meredith. Mer Meredith? Who's... Mm. Meredith. Who's the one getting a divorce? Meredith. Meredith. 
She does. Lisa just straight up sounds like this. <laughs> this is Lisa. And exactly how she does. That was. And Whitney talks just like this. And Jen Shaw is straight up Valley Girl. Yeah, she is Valley Girl. And Heather talks just like us because she's normal. And Mary <laughs> talks with her eyes. Oh my God. Why do I always forget about Mary? Mary does talk with her eyes. There's something about Mary. Mary. <laughs> I don't know why she's saying that. <laughs> she a hood rat. Oh, God. That's the best. She's, oh, I mean, so the feud okay. between Mary and Jen is just like kind of amazing. On its because own. it's the stupidest thing. It's I mean, there have been a lot of stupid housewives feuds. Yeah. But this one may take the cake. I know. And then like, because throwing- she said she smelled like hospital. I know. No, I know. And then the I other one like is like, then Jen is mad because Mary is, said some racist comments against black people and Jen e. Jen took offense obviously because her husband and children are black but I'm like also Mary's black so I'm very like what is happening I, I was very confused I'm like I don't feel like I should be watching this conversation with an opinion because I don't feel like I have any right to have an opinion to this entire conversation it's just awkward a little bit a little awkward. A little bit. Um, yeah, I really like Whitney. I don't know what happened with Justin. When she said hot toward love affair, I kept picturing her Ugh. with not him. No, And then at I all. saw him and then I was like, well, that just ruined all of it. Yeah. Gross. Every part of it. I thought he'd be like some hot sexy. She's like, as soon as we saw each other, it was just love at first sight. And I'm like, did she see the guy behind him? <laughs> I mean, was she looking at him? I don't understand. It's I don't confusing. understand. It's very confusing. Also confusing. What exactly is Meredith's brand that she keeps talking about? Jewelry. Oh, okay. Jewelry. Her jewelry store. Okay, thank you. Yeah, she owns her own jewelry line. Got it. Yeah. Okay. And why didn't she wash her hair for the fashion show? <laughs> because her hair was super greasy. And I realized it was a Saturday evening and I was on day three <laughs> of not washing my hair. But I'm also on my couch. Judging, and, not judging. Yeah. And there are no cameras recording me yet until Chris Evans. Until Chris Evans appears into your life. Sure. Yes. And I'm like, <laughs> why is her hair so dirty? Yeah, I don't. And why? Like dry shampoo, yo. I mean. What is going on? I don't know. It was bad. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate that we're like rapid firing this. Um, okay. Also, what is the deal with Brooks and his one sweatsuit? How do you have a fashion show with one sweatsuit? I know, but I love Brooks I so totally much, love him too. I and totally I just love can't him criticize too. him because I feel like, and maybe this sounds like weird of me to say, but I, I feel bad for him. I feel bad for an OC. Um, Bronwyn's son is like experimenting with like dressing in drag. Right. And I feel bad for both of these boys who already are going to lead lives that unfortunately, because, you know, they're not fully accepted by everyone. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> they're going through, you know, kind of pro like I feel like Brooks is going to look back in 15 years and be like, oh, my God, that was so cringy. Like, yeah. I feel like he's so young. Like I yeah. did stuff at that age and I'm just like, oh, my God, I would never want that like aired. And to him, that one tracksuit is his life. And, you know, and I was like, well, he's so young and that's what he created and that's all he had. And. You know, I, I just kind of feel bad because he's still like a kid. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God, people are going to tear him apart for this. And he's a kid. And I couldn't imagine like 
putting yourself out there in such a vulnerable way so young, knowing that he's probably, I know he received a ton of scrutiny about the comments about Jen and her legs being open and all that, <laughs> how he was so offended by her vagina. Like people like came at him online. Are you kidding me? No, he like really dealt with a lot of backlash from that. So I kind of feel bad for him because I know it was one track suit, but okay, so I'm like, he's also like a young kid and I kind of feel bad that his life's been so much in the public right now. Now. Okay. Well, a few things. One, I'm pretty sure he loves it. <laughs> Two, I get that he's a kid, but the coordinators of the fashion show are not kids. <laughs> so, like, what about his one tracksuit? Like, then just wear the one tracksuit. Like, why do you have five people wearing the same tracksuit? Like, I don't, I didn't understand it. I don't know. I don't know. But his face when he was coming down oh, that catwalk was so amazing. Fierce. He's so fierce. cute. He is I adorable. Feel so bad. I love him. And I felt so bad that, like, he felt unsupported by his dad. Oh, that was a terrible scene. Yikes. That was a terrible scene. I felt so awkward. I know. Again, awkward. I feel like Salt Lake City just makes me feel awkward all the time, whether it's Whitney's dad's haircut or two black women accusing each other of being racist or, or you know, him talking about how his dad can't be there to support him. Or Lisa. <laughs> Lisa, who wants nothing to do with her kids. Okay, Lisa. Chill out. Oh, uh, my next one. Okay. Whitney's dad. Why do I know so much about him? <laughs> I literally, is he one of the housewives? Like what is happening? Why do I know so much about this guy? And I can't, I can't. He's I can't. the Elise of Salt Lake City. <laughs> He's New York oh City God. Elise. Oh of Lake. They just keep adding him in. Does he have a confessional? He might, it might pop up. I think. I'm, it's going to start popping up. It's totally going to start He's popping up. He's a friend of the cast. I don't even like, I, I'm like, what? And I can't even. The hair. I don't, it, the hair, the face. He's like, he's like, he reminds me. I wish I could post this face I just made because you know it looks just like him. It's like, he is, oh my God. He is Keanu Reeves in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh my God. And he is totally like, those are the faces he makes. Like, what? But at 70. What? Yeah. <laughs> Only he has like the exact same years. hairstyle and style. <laughs> clothing. Only, like, just the face is fuller. He's got a few more chins, but he makes that face that like, what? What? Face he does. All the time. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's him. And if you don't watch Salt Lake City, just Google Whitney Rose Dad. Yeah, please. Salt Lake City. And just prepare to just start laughing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, I have so many questions. And why the fuck is he leaving a 30 day treatment? Or isn't it longer than 30 days? He's leaving at like 21 at 21 days. He's yeah. like, I think I'm good. Think I'm, I'm like, good. Think no, we're like, peace I, out of here, dude, and have pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Tubular. <laughs> and like, moving in my new digs. <laughs> my mom's basement. Like, or my daughter's basement. <laughs> Probably. Although, Bravo should be giving him a check as he, he's one of the friends <laughs> of the cast. That's why he probably peaced out of rehab. He's like, I'm missing my my tv spot i mean there are so many questions i have i've seen whitney's dad more than i didn't even know she had kids and <laughs> other than them going trampolining with her dad 
and more than Justin. I'm like, am I just not paying attention? Or is he just that character where no. you're like, is this guy on again? I still can't tell the difference between Meredith and Lisa. So I'm still back on that. Meredith has the dirty hair. No, I literally, it's like, if I'm <laughs> yes. drinking, I'm like, who are you? Who's you? Are you divorced? Who? I don't. You sell tequila? I don't know you. <laughs> also, you're not the only one who has Michelle Galloway also has that issue. She's uh, like, which where's Lisa? I go the tequila lady. And she goes, no, the one who did the Sundance Festival stuff. I yeah. go, that's same lady. Same lady. Same lady. There's like 18 brunettes, actually, that they're all yeah. interchanging <laughs> in and out. Fuck with us. Basic bitches. Yeah. Just putting her on there. <laughs> Speaking of Meredith and what? her divorce. What? Jen Shaw calling her ass out about a trip they went oh, to. I know. Like, Jen, are you out of your... This is why people don't like you, Jen. I know, but this is why Jen will always be on the show. Oh, because she freaking throws she's, everyone under the she's bus. She's securing her spot with Bravo. That's oh my for sure. God. I know. That I know. is... All I need is for her to get... You know what? Let's have Jen Shaw and Whitney's dad and just have a show <laughs> together. Just do the two of them together. Um, all right, tell me when you're done with Salt Lake City, because then I want to talk about a couple other things. I'm hoping you take that jump, you don't fear the fall. Like, that's my intention for everyone for 2021. Right. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. When I was listening to him, like, this is what I wish for everybody, including Anna, for 2021. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah. I, I, I love the song because it's called I Lived. And that's the Caleb and Kelsey version. Who are Caleb and who are Kelsey? They're like a, they do acoustic covers of songs. Oh, I They're, asked if it was the Glee cast again. I know. She asked me twice. <laughs> if it was the I'm Glee. like, no, this is totally Glee. <laughs> it, it's not, but uh, that's a compliment. Um, <laughs> One Republic sang the original yeah. of that. 
But I love that song and I love the lyrics. And I always say like that is just such a great song with such great intention where they're literally saying, I just hope you I hope you live like Mm -hmm. I hope you live in whatever way living is for you. And I really even though it's so cheesy, I really wanted that song somewhere in this podcast because that really is my hope for everybody. You know, after we spent this whole year of like reflecting and like, you know, like tormenting ourselves and (laughs) going through all of that. Like, I'm so ready to start this next year with the best of intention, not just for myself, but for everybody out there. Right. And, you know, I wanted to talk about this really quick because, you know, obviously this whole year, which is what's really interesting, um, and especially for Anna and I, is that we live this whole year on this podcast. Which was crazy. We sure did. I I like, I can't believe like, I think about like, you know, Anna and Faith January 2020 and Anna and Faith now. And we went through <laughs> looking a little more haggard. <laughs> Anna's a little thicker. A little more cynical. <laughs> yeah. More dark circles. <laughs> no Botox. No. Really could use that. Yes. But, you know, through all of this, we went through this with you guys. And, um... You know, in the beginning, when we started our podcast, I remember like I would say like, I hope this helps people or I hope this helps you. And I remember like and would be like, don't say that because like <laughs> you don't want to put that intention or pressure on people or on us to do that. And also like it, we're just there to be there and and it doesn't have to help people. and doesn't like don't put that. We don't want to put ourselves on mm-hmm. that. But mm-hmm. here's what I will say after getting through 2020 is I feel like comedy makes bad experiences easier. 100%. And Anna and I, one of the reasons why this works, one of the reasons why our friendship works, and one of the reasons why this podcast works is because Anna and I have lived lives where we have dealt with diversity, we have, or adversity, we've dealt with kind of all the, the crazy quirks in our life. We've been through a lot of shit both of us individually. And I was saying like the best people in life take all the things that they were like made fun of when they were younger, like my loud ass voice or like, you know, <laughs> I don't know, your Italianness. I don't know if anyone made fun of you, but I'm saying like the things that oh, sure. like you, you, you grow up kind of like having all these things that you're like real self-conscious about and you're real like, Oh, and it, you go through your awkward phases and your insecurities and you know, and then what's funny is I feel like the best people in life take all of those things as adults. And one day, like that whole dynamic flips. Mm-hmm. And when you learn to embrace all of the things that make you weird and unique and crazy and all the things that you are, and you can use that as in whether it's self-deprecating humor, which is our specialty, <laughs> Or whether it's just to put it out there so you realize it's okay to not take yourself seriously and accept yourself for all the things like, you know, I have a loud voice, I have this, I have that. And now I found, you know, a platform where I can embrace it or also still be made fun of for it. But either way, I don't give a shit because (laughs) this is our story and our podcast. And it's really, again, in reflecting with everything, I feel like, you know, embracing all this and having the self-deprecating humor that we have Mm -hmm. has eased some of the burn of 2020. Right. And I feel like there have been a lot of people who are like, I'm just so happy that I can turn your podcast on and laugh. And I know that that's what humor does for me. Humor helps heal. Laughter helps heal. 
Mm-hmm. And I am happy that through 2020, one of my bright spots was having our podcast because there were weeks where we didn't shower, where we were depressed, not weeks, but like, I mean, almost um, <laughs> where we'd be depressed, where we were both in dark places. Yeah. And I was like, Anna, we have to get our shit together because now more than ever, it feels important that we put out a podcast. And if it's for five people listening, then it's for five people listening. But I just felt like we had to come together and not show a brave face, show an authentic face. Talk about how this fucking sucks. Talk about how I'm a terrible homeschooling teacher. Talk about how, you know, cry, laugh be angry. All of those things. We did them on here. And I feel like our podcast took like a little bit of a shift this year when we became so brutally honest about the things that were happening at the same time they were happening to all of you. Right. And I will not say I hope that helped you. But what I will say is I know it helped heal me. Right. And I want to thank everybody that listens to this for allowing us to have this platform because it really helped so much of my healing. Mm-hmm. And and again, laughter heals me. And I'm glad that our humor, our comedy, our like fucked up craziness of our lives <laughs> is out there in a way that maybe could help and heal other people mm-hmm. because we went through all of it with you guys. And, you know, when I look back at the good things of 2020, truly some of the only reasons, the, some of the only weeks that I had, the only thing I had to do was this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad we had it because even on the days we didn't want to do it, it pushed us forward to deal with certain things that we didn't realize we were repressing and then like right, right. move on from there. Yeah. I think what by us being real, like you guys gave us a space for us to be real, mm-hmm. for us to just be like, you know what? I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what day it is. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I don't understand fifth grade math. I am like, a grammatical nightmare. Right. Sure. Like it was uh, you guys <laughs> created that for us to just be like a safe space. Yeah. Showing up as ourselves. Yeah. And in turn, like you guys know that you can show us and be <laughs> your authentic, vulnerable, shitty ass homeschool teacher selves as well. Like yeah. we all were going through it. And yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how much it meant when people reached out and they were like, oh my God, I felt the same way about that. Like, yes. thank you for saying that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I think that's what this is all about. Yeah. It's just like, we have the platform, but you guys give it to us. You do. And it's been such an amazing journey to do with you guys and to feel that support in a time where you felt absolutely zero support or stability yeah. from anything else in your life. Yeah. So, no, I totally agree with you. Like, it's just been, I think without it, well, obviously we've had more time to dedicate to it. But, <laughs> but I feel like without it, like, there would have been so many times when I, you would have found me in fetal position next to my couch. Like, <laughs> I mean, and there yeah. were times where, like, Anna would text me and she's like, we have the podcast. I'm like, I can't. And I text Anna, I'm like, we got a podcast. She's like, I, I have to think about it. Like, like it would be I times- don't want to do it. Yeah. And then every time we did it, it was like, therapy. Yeah. It's like every time you did it, walking away from it, you're like, I feel a lot better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So it was that connection because everybody felt so disconnected this year. So it felt like we had a a different way of connecting with people. Yeah. 
to allow that. So even like the Instagram lives, those were so much fun. They really were. And I think it was so important to keep a human connection, like you said, Mm -hmm. at a time when everyone was disconnected. I think that was a really good way of wording it, you know, and you know, so that was what I want to say was one of the highlights for me of 2020 was this podcast and it really helped me get through it. So I just wanted to take the the time to thank everybody who is listening and really take the time to my partner who literally stepped up so much this year. We both had to. (laughs) And I really give her a lot of credit because there were so many times I was like, Anna is going to hate me because I had to pull her out of her comfort zone so many times <laughs> I don't do this. to be like, we have to do this because the five people listening need this. But I mean, honestly, them. I'm really proud of her oh, and I'm you. really like happy that we were able to continue this. And this podcast took, again, a total shift from like where we thought it would be at the beginning of 2020. Right. But I love what we are coming out of 2020. And I'm I'm really, really thankful and grateful for everybody that's a part of this because this was wonderful. Me too. Yeah. I think it's funny because I feel like in the beginning of 2020, we we're like, we're going to have all these guests. Uh, we're gonna do so much and on location it's sitting there with crazy eyes like mary from salt lake city like <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. go ahead make those plans hold my beer yeah <laughs> the universe said hold my beer I think this is a good um, <laughs> description of our personalities because that was my Spotify number one song of 2020. <laughs> so I danced a lot of it out. I really like that. <laughs> right? Sorry, it's- my songs weren't dancey. Oh my God, no. It's super funny though because yours were super sweet and like sentimental and stuff. And I'm like, fucking WAP and Gaga. So. Yeah, that's a, those were your options, which yeah, I, exactly. I really appreciate. Well, we're going to end this podcast. I think it's a longer one, but too damn bad. That was not a resolution. What did you think was going to happen it's with the, the last, last one? The last one. And also, we have no boundaries. No. Oh, my God. I love that we collectively don't have boundaries together with time. Yeah. No, we don't. Usually, it's just me that has boundary issues. Yeah. <laughs> So anyways, we're going to do end this lightly because, mm-hmm. you know, we got a little serious in there today. Mm-hmm. But um, like a fun resolution for 2021. Like it doesn't have to like go deep. 
we can talk about those tomorrow on actual New Year's Eve. <laughs> but like, <laughs> what are any fun resolutions for 2021 or resolutions for the podcast? Um, do you want to go first? I'll go first. Thank you. <laughs> so one of my, I, um, you want to what? Let's not even call them resolutions yeah, because it doesn't feel you. like us. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about our manifesting. Oh, okay. We're going to manifest things Mm -hmm. because I don't like resolutions anyways. So at the end of 2020 on our last podcast Mm -hmm. for something fun, Mm -hmm. and I've already manifested the Chris Evans thing, so don't get your hopes up. I'm not using two turns on that. Fine. (laughs) God. I'm manifesting that you and I are going to BravoCon November 2021, (laughs) and we will be live podcasting (laughs) with special guests, including Sonia Morgan, Dorinda Medley. Uh, Jen Shaw. She's still gonna be at BravoCon. Is she gonna be a guest? She's gonna be my guest. You know what? Whitney's dad, Leah, <laughs> Elise is gonna sneak it. She'll probably like creep in and say hi. Um, yeah, I. That is a goal. That is what I'm gonna manifest. And if we do that, that would be the most epic guest ever because I will literally be like everybody in Bravo just saying hi on our podcast, and it'll oh be God. an hour of that. They would shit our pants. No, I'm sorry. We would shut up. You can't even say it. You're so excited. <laughs> that was crazy. So that's my resolution 2021. I love that. BravoCon 2021. Special guest, all famous. Wow. That is like your dream, really. I mean, it really is. That's amazing. <laughs> um, I'm just along for the ride. Um, and I'm totally okay with that. Um, okay. So I did a Peloton class the other day. And so Peloton teamed up with Shonda Rhimes. So it's like my two favorite fucking things in the whole wide world. Yeah. So I did a year of yes ride. So if anybody has not read Shonda Rhimes' book, Year of Yes, please read it. I highly recommend the audio book because she narrates it and it's just, it's gold. It's so, you should I should read it. it. Yeah. Although you should do like a year of no, because you do a lot. Um, (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) I tried that one year. It did not work. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, so Peloton teamed up with Shonda Rhimes. So they're doing different classes of the year of yes. So Day, who is one of my... Ugh, love her. Love, so love, badass. Love her. She's love her. so cool, I man. also want to know her skincare right? regime. Right? Like, oh, my God. Un- unreal. And like unreal. all of her lipstick All shades. of her, all everything. Yes. I just want to be her. All of it. Yeah. So she was talking about creating a mission statement for yourself. Ooh. She's like, you are the CEO of you <gasps> create a mission statement. And I was like, oh, that's so fascinating. I love that's that. That's so fascinating. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going Ooh. to create a mission statement for myself. And we're going to do, what is it? Uh, a call? No, um, I didn't drink. I know what's call to action. Oh, yeah. To Go. say, everybody, write your mission statement. Yeah. Write your mission statement for yourself. So her example was um, she is the daughter of two immigrants, which I get. Um, and I forgot the rest of it. Damn it. Oh, I wish I could remember stuff. <laughs> it's okay. You're like, yeah, pants it's on late at this it's point. It's really late. It is very late. Yeah. Okay. Um, but however, I love that idea. Yeah. I loved it. I thought it was so cool. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. A total mission statement for yourself. Yep. Like, take care of you, man. I love that. Um, and also, a lot of what they've been talking about is Jess Sims, who, oh, man, 
I love Jess Sims so much. Um, she was like, self-care is not selfish and it is not. And sometimes self-care looks like going to the spa and sometimes it is fucking lifting a heavier weight or challenging yourself with stuff. So that's what I'm about. I'm done with diets. I'm not doing them anymore. They do not work. I think that it just creates a really bad narrative in your head about how you look at your body, how you feel about your body, how you talk to your body. So this is what happens when you turn 40, guys, just to let you know. (laughs) Um, But I'm like, no, I just I want to be strong. I want to be like the best I can be in this body. And that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, that's what I'm aiming for. Yeah. So it was super nice. I I really like that. Yeah. So create your mission statement. And before we end, yeah. I hope you guys all check out also on Netflix, Death to 2020. Oh, my God. Is, has it been? Was it released today? It was released. Oh, yes. I hope you guys all watch it because that's how we feel about 2020. Like, we're done. Also, if you'd wait. like to watch it, Hugh Grant plays like a 90-year-old in it. So yes. he looks even worse than he did in The Undoing. <laughs> Although they didn't have to do from what I hear in the special effects team, anything to his skin because it already looks like he was 90. Last shade throne of 2020 to Hugh Grant. He did nothing to deserve this. He killed a girl. Spoiler alert. Bye to you guys and fuck off 2020. (laughs) So I follow obviously a lot of astrologers on um, Instagram and today one of my favorite ones, her name is Heidi Rose Robbins and that's exactly what her handle is. She posted one today that I loved so much. So I used it in yoga class tonight and I wanted to um, do it for the podcast too. So for today, so the moon stays in cancer all day today, which was part of the full moon yesterday. And there is tenderness and there are goodbyes and our hearts ache and our hearts are full and we love so much and we love not enough. And every day we are gifted the fragility and promise of a new day. And every day we get to choose how we enter it. And sometimes we stay in bed and sometimes we bash into it. And sometimes we are lucky. If we are lucky, we greet it with wonder. On any day, today, tomorrow, we practice opening again and again. Though we all wish to protect ourselves from the pain that comes with loving, we know somehow deep in our being that love and our opening to love is the reason above all reasons to be alive. So my wish for us as we walk gently towards this year's closure is that we breathe deeply and welcome wholly the chance to love that this very day offers, that we open our hearts to begin again. I totally love that. I know. That was so sweet. I know. So having said that, guys, after I just said, fuck off 2020, and then she's like, hold on, let me read the soliloquy I have. Uh, Hold on. I have to find the song. Hold on. Keep talking. Well, thank you guys again. This has been amazing. We're saying goodbye for now. We're saying goodbye to 2020 and we're going to take a little week and a half break and we will see you guys for our first podcast of 2021. Bye. Bye. Child, things are gonna get easier. Ooh, child, things will get brighter. Ooh, child, things are gonna get easier. Ooh, child, things 